0: Hallelujah. What a beautiful privilege it is to be able to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. How many know you are triumphant over your adversary? You are triumphant over the enemy of your soul. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We thank God for a wonderful day in his presence hallelujah we have been blessed by God on this day and we thank the Lord for it I wonder if we one more time could just lift our praises to heaven right now to the Lord thank him for his many good blessings to us his goodness that he pours so graciously upon us oh God we love you we magnify your holy name we magnify your holy name oh God hallelujah Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Go ahead and praise him a little while. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. I wonder if you could call him. I wonder if you could call him wonderful. Could you do that? Could you call him wonderful? I wonder if you could tell him how excellent is thy name. Come on, somebody. I wonder if somebody could thank God for the blood for a little bit. Go ahead and thank God for the blood for a moment. Come on, praise Him because He's holy. Praise Him because He's worthy. Praise Him because He's wonderful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give God praise tonight. Amen. What a beautiful morning in the presence of the Lord today for All Nations Sunday. Amen. We thank God for that. Amen. We want to thank God for Brother and Sister Tierney doing such a wonderful job arranging, organizing. A lot of preparation went into All Nations Sunday, and we thank the Lord for it. God certainly moved in our midst. Amen. And we, we, we thank God that we have the opportunity, amen, to reach the world. You know, that's what he said. He said, go into all the world. He said, preach the gospel to every nation. Oh, hallelujah. It's a gospel for every nation. And we give hallelujah. God thanks for it. I would like to turn your attention on this Sunday evening to the book of Genesis chapter 2. The book of Genesis chapter 2, we're going to begin reading at verse 4. Genesis chapter 2 and verse 4. We're going to read verses 4 through 6. We'll also be reading from chapter 7. And we will read verses 11 and 12. Genesis chapter 2 verse 4 These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth And there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. Genesis chapter 7, verse 11. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, the same day, were all the fountains of the great deep broken up and the windows of heaven were opened and the rain was upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. And I just want to preach to you for a few moments this evening on this subject. Don't mistake the mist for the rain. Don't mistake the mist for the rain. Can we go to the Lord together in prayer this evening? Lord, we love you and thank you for your goodness, your many blessings to your people. We thank you for your word. Your word is life to us. Your word is precious to us. I pray, oh God, that you would minister in this place through your word, through the preaching of your word. Lord, I pray that it would find good soil and, and, and root itself deep within our hearts. Lord, let it grow up before you as a mighty tree. Hallelujah. Bearing precious fruit. We love you, Lord, and we give you praise and glory in the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody said, in Jesus' name. Everybody say it again, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. Before I begin tonight, I do want to uh, say that tomorrow evening we're going to be having a special memorial service here uh, at the church uh, for our very... Uh, precious sister Thelma Patton, Uh, this is a wonderful woman of God for many, many years who served the Lord, and uh, we want to continue to remember Brother uh, Damon Patton in our prayers as he endures this time of loss, Uh, he gives everybody his love and thanks you for his, for your prayers uh, for him during this time, but that will be tomorrow evening, um, time of fellowship at 7 o'clock, and at 7.30 there will be uh, a memorial service, and so we know the Lord will bless that, but do be in prayer for the Patton family, amen. This of course is a very familiar account in the scriptures that we're reading about uh, tonight, the, the great man of God, Noah, the Bible calls him a preacher of righteousness, Scripture tells us that Noah found grace in the sight of God. This is very notable because in the day which, in which Noah lived, grace was not, if you might say it this way, was not necessarily easy to come by. This was a day of great wickedness. This was a day of great violence. Violence had spread throughout the earth. In the days of Noah. When Jesus sought to explain to us. Just how how awful. For lack of a better word. Just how turbulent. How difficult. How wicked. The end of days would be. He said. Let me see if I can describe how wicked. He said it's going to be like it was. In the days of Noah. He said wickedness is going to is going to be pervasive and and we have seen we're seeing that happen in our society right now wickedness is spreading throughout our uh, society it was spreading throughout the world in the days of of Noah and and Noah in the middle of this was of course a thank God a preacher of righteousness and he found grace in the sight of almighty God and and God It was so bad, the thoughts of people's minds were continually wicked. They were were violent at every turn. Violence was everywhere. Violence was not just a, a random thing that you would encounter. Not in those days. In those days, violence was the norm. And it was so bad that God became sorry that He even created man. I mean, God has a glorious plan. God has a glorious future for man. God has a a beautiful plan of redemption. And, And yet man has drifted so far from God that God, the Bible says, He has repented that He even made man. In fact, he said, I'm going to destroy man off the face of the earth. That's why the flood came. Because God was going to destroy man completely off of the face of the earth. But there was only one problem. There was one guy who found grace. God's anger with mankind was so hot, was so enraged. He was so infuriated with the sins and the wickedness of man that he was ready to to just turn back the clock and start over and say, forget all of them. But he couldn't do that because there was one guy who was talking to God, who was obedient to God. Let me tell you how much God loves you. He, Because this one man found grace, God refused to wipe him off the face of the planet along with everybody else. And so God had mercy upon Noah. Noah found grace in the sight of God. And God began to speak to him. And the Bible says that the Lord spake unto Noah and began to tell him, Noah, build an ark. Build an ark and I want you to build it because Because the sins of man have reached me, I see it, I can't get away from it, I can't unsee it. The wickedness of man is so great. The way the Bible describes this wickedness of Noah's day, I don't believe that you and I can fathom the wickedness that was occurring in Noah's day. It was severe, vile, evil wickedness. And God said to Noah, I'm going to destroy the earth, but He said, I I want you to not be destroyed. So I'm telling you to build an ark. And I'm going to give you the dimensions for how to build this ark. I'm going to tell you how big it needs to be. I'm going to tell you how tall it needs to be. I'm going to tell you how wide it needs, how long it needs to be. I want to give you the materials. I'm going to tell you the kind of wood to use. I'm going to tell you how to seal it. Because something is getting ready to happen, Noah, like nothing you have ever witnessed or heard of in your life. He said, I'm going to bring a flood upon this earth like the world has never known. Now we read about in the beginning of the book of Genesis that the way that the earth was watered was by a mist that went up. And watered the ground. It was, it, was, it was like a vapor would go up. And a mist would come down and water the face of the ground. Because there was not a man to till the ground. Now from that day until the flood. There is no mention of rain. So, so one could say there was no rain between that time and the flood. Or, or maybe there simply was no mention of rain. Either way. Nobody had ever seen rain like what they were about to see rain. If they had had moved on from the mist and were now seeing rain on a regular basis, they had never seen it in the way that it was about to come. It was going to fall from heaven. And the Bible said it wasn't, listen, you and I have never seen rain like what they saw. The first time we went to the, the creation museum we had such a good time and we were learning again all about noah being reminded all about noah and the ark and seeing it's such if you haven't been to the creation museum you need to go if you haven't been to the ark encounter you need to go it'll bless you it's a beautiful and wonderful experience our first time there there was a downpour of rain as we were leaving i thought oh my goodness here it's done, started again. We ran out of the petting zoo, through the winding roads, jumping through trees, swinging from vines, trying to get to our car. We had a car, Noah had an ark, we had a car. And we finally got into the car and and we were so it looked like we had been in the shower it was an absolute downpour and I thought we better get out of here and get on some high ground because he's getting ready to flood this whole earth again but but as we were driving out I saw a rainbow hallelujah and it was a full rainbow I saw it start here and it stretched all through the sky and it went all the way down it was a full beautiful rainbow and i said no i guess he's not going to flood the earth again because god put a rainbow in the sky brother wilson hallelujah and that's a reminder to me that he will never flood the earth again like he did in the days of noah there had never been a flood. There had never been water like what they saw. We saw it in Hurricane Harvey. We saw some intense flooding. But, but that, that paled in comparison to what, what they encountered that day. And God said to Noah, I want you to build this ark. So imagine, if you will, when Noah is challenged by people and confronted by people. Why are you building this massive boat? And Noah's response is that God said that there is a flood coming that will cover the face of the earth. They thought he was crazy just like you would think somebody was crazy if they said something along those lines. The whole earth will be covered up by waters. Where's the water going to come from? That kind of water. They had never seen anything like it. So it was hard for them to believe it could happen. See, sometimes people have a hard time believing the word of the Lord because they have not seen anything to which they can compare it. So Noah, the preacher of righteousness, is declaring that the rain is coming. Noah, the preacher of righteousness, is declaring that the the water is going to come. It's it's going to be so vast and it's going to be so widespread and it's going to be in such plenteous supply that it will cover the face of the whole earth. And I've got to build an ark that's big enough for me and my wife and my children and their spouses and and then the various species of animals Of the animal kingdom in the earth. God is making provision. But everything else is going to be carried away by the flood. And massive, vast destruction will occur. Imagine the thoughts of people when they would hear that the rain is coming. That the rain is coming. It's interesting because I don't even know if Noah fully understood where all that water was going to come from. But when it came, it came in a unique way. Listen to what the Bible says. The Bible says on that same day, on the very same day, that the fountains of the deep were broken up. And when the fountain, you see, you need to watch out when fountains of the deep start breaking up. Could you imagine just walking along your merry little way and a fountain of the deep breaks open over here? And another fountain of the deep breaks open over there. And then another fountain of the deep breaks open in front of you. And another fountain of the deep breaks open all these geysers. Folks, that's a bad day. And on the same day, the Bible says that the windows of heaven were opened. Not, not, not just a little rainfall, not just a little mist, not just a little, a little uh, 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 falling of precipitation. No, no, it was a water that came out of heaven. The windows of heaven were opened up and water poured down from the heavens. And that's how the water came. And that's how the whole earth was covered by water. Noah may not have been able to fully ascertain. The people that he was telling about it may not have been able to fully comprehend it. But one thing was for sure, if God said it, it shall be so. If God said it will be done, it will be done. And we've got to get back to the business of believing God. We've got to get back to the business of believing that if God said it, that that certainly settles it. That if God said it shall be, then it shall be. Hallelujah. If God warned about it, then you can expect it. You can know that it's going to develop. And that's where Noah was, and that's where we need to be. And and, and we can talk about the judgment of God. The judgment of God is, of course, relevant in this passage of Scripture concerning the days and the ministry of Noah. But that's not the only kind of principle that we gain from this. The Bible describes the days in which the Lord returns, not only as a day when wickedness will be pervasive, but also a day in which there will be widespread revival, where there will be widespread healing, where there will be widespread deliverance, where the lame shall walk and the blind shall see and the deaf shall hear, hallelujah, and the glory of the Lord will rise among his people. And that the power of God and that the Spirit of the Lord will be poured out upon all flesh. We understand from the word of the Lord that, that the prophet Joel, one of my favorite prophets, said, It shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will. Who will? God will. He didn't say, I might. He didn't say, I'll think about it. I'll take it into consideration. He said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Hallelujah. And your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. He's going to pour out his Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Like rain from heaven. He called it the latter rain. He said there is a former rain, and there is a latter rain." And I want you to know that we're living in the days of the latter rain. We're living in the days in which God, hallelujah, is pouring out the Holy Ghost like you have never seen it, like I have never seen it. And we might as well get ready because God is ready and God is doing it, hallelujah, just like he said he would do. This isn't the time to backslide. This isn't the time to turn around. This isn't the time to grow weary in well-doing. This isn't the time to become complacent. This certainly isn't the time to turn your back on truth. This is the time to lay claim to the promises of God and believe for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Amém It's time to expect God to pour out the Holy Ghost upon you, upon your family, upon your marriage, upon your children. It's time to believe God to pour out the Holy Ghost upon your workplace, upon your school, hallelujah, upon your friends, hallelujah, upon whosoever will. Is there anybody that believes what I'm preaching to you tonight? These are the days of end time Holy Ghost revival. These are the days where we can expect God to show up and do the miraculous. Hallelujah. Now, they had never experienced anything like what Noah was talking about. When Noah would talk about it, they would say, that's great. But, but I, I kind of have a feeling, I think he's talking about when water f- floats down from the sky. I think he's talking, maybe they compared it to the mist, the only reference to water. Watering the earth that we have before that time is a mist. And sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, we can grow comfortable with the mist. That we don't understand God's not bringing to us a mist. He's bringing us rain. Hallelujah. And the rain isn't just coming from any old place. The rain is coming from heaven. Oh, glory to God. Don't grow comfortable with your comfort- comfortable little religious experience. Don't grow comfortable with the mist. A mist can be comforting. It can feel good. It can feel nice. In fact, sometimes when you're really facing a hot day, if you've got one of those little handy-dandy contraptions, you squeeze the little trigger... And a little mist you can spray a little mist on your face, and then some of them got those little fans, and it kind of cools your face. They're actually wonderful, and we do that sometimes with our walk with God, and with our expectation of revival. We don't want thing we don't we don't want a gully washer. I don't even I don't know what a gully washer is, but I know it means a lot of water. We don't we don't want we don't want our houses to flood. You hear what I'm saying? We don't want our neighborhoods to become something that we can't drive through. We don't want our ditches to fill with water. Yeah, hallelujah. We don't want our, we don't want water to come up over our cars. But I've come to tell somebody that the power and the Holy Ghost revival and the spiritual downpour that's coming is going to make some folks a little uncomfortable. It's going to move you out. Hallelujah. Of your comfort zone. You're not going to drive down all the same roads you're used to driving down. There's some places you're going to have to turn this way and turn that way because that is all flooded out. You hear? Hear what I'm saying you might even have to get out of your car and walk the rest of the way home but you better get used to it because it's coming and it's the Holy Ghost and it's the fire and it's the water and it's the latter rain and it's healing and it's miracles and it's signs and wonders in Jesus name glory to God I think I know what he's talking about because I've I've cried before I think think he knows what I'm, I think I know what he's talking about because I've spoken in tongues before. That's the mist. I'm talking about the windows of heaven opening up. I think I know what he's talking about because I've been drunk in the Holy Ghost before. I'm talking about something you haven't seen. I'm talking about something I haven't seen. I hath not seen. Ear hath not heard. Neither hath it entered into the heart of man. What God is getting ready to do. Come on, if I have to, I'll preach it. There's going to be people saved you didn't think could be saved. There's going to be people baptized in Jesus' name. You didn't think would ever be baptized in Jesus' name. There's going to be people. Forgive you didn't believe would ever forgive. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Come on. It's coming. You better build you an ark and get ready because revival is on its way. Holy Ghost power is on its way. Don't mistake the mist for the outpouring. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you see them already in the waters of baptism? Come on. we'll look at them. Muslims baptized in Jesus' name. Buddhists baptized in Jesus' name. Hindu baptized in Jesus' name. Do you hear what I'm telling you? Transgender baptized in Jesus' name. You better get ready because the Holy Ghost outpouring is on its way. <laughs> This isn't the time for comfortable little Christianity. This is time for radical prayer and radical praise and radical faith and radical worship. on the banks of the old Texas pond, where Brother C.P. Kilgore had built churches all throughout Texas, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. This was a man of God. He was an old country preacher. He picked cotton all day long, preached at night, and then he prayed through the night. I don't know when he slept. Nobody knows when he slept, because his kids said he prayed all night long. And we get up in the morning and go pick cotton all through the day. And then at night he would come home and he would physically build churches and then preach revivals. As Brother C.P. Kilgore. One man died and the, and, the, and the widow said before the undertaker takes him to, to do what needs to be done. I want to go by Brother Kilgore's church. They brought him down to Brother Kilgore's church. Interrupted service. Brother C.P. Kilgore walked outside and there was the hearse and the man inside of it. He got into the back of that hearse, shut the door behind him. For 20 minutes, Brother C.P. Kilgore was in the back of that hearse with that dead man. But after 20 minutes, the door came open. Out came Brother Kilgore and out came the dead man. you say but pastor I've never seen anything like that before and you know what don't don't, don't base it on what you have not seen you're getting comfortable with the mist you like the balmy breeze it's not going to be a balmy breeze it's going to be a mighty rushing wind you've gone comfortable with the little mist it's not going to be a little mist it's going to be water poured out from heaven stood on the banks of that old Texas pond in Cunningham, Texas, where Brother CP Kilgore famously would baptize people. It's all he had. He didn't have any any fancy baptismal tank to baptize people in. Jacuzzi now we now we are able to put people in a big jacuzzi Olympic sized baptismal tanks just do some backstrokes in Jesus name. Hallelujah He didn't have anything fancy. He didn't have anything anything that people would want to get into. He had this old Texas pond that was infested with venomous snakes. And Brother C.P. Kilgore, now we do not, hear me in Jesus' name, we do not handle snakes. But I will tell you that if a snake fastens on your arm like it did the Apostle Paul, you have power over that thing. And over the C.P. Kilgore, walked down into the only body of water he had at his disposal. And he stepped down into that pond. He told all the saints, stand back. Stand back until this pond is emptied out. He stood in the middle of that pond. And when he got to the middle of that pond, venomous snakes started slithering out of that pond. And he just waited until every last one of them was gone. And he said, all right, you can come on in. It's safe to step into the waters. And they were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. I was standing on the banks of that pond and when they started telling me that story I didn't see no brother C.P. Kilgore standing in the middle of that pond and I thought I might better get back in my car and get on out of here but 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 that that's that's amazing but I'm going to tell you something ladies and gentlemen that's the mist that's the mist get ready get ready because the rain is coming hallelujah because the water is going to flow hallelujah you know where it's going to come from it's going to come from when the fountains of the deep are broken up hallelujah you know why it doesn't flow like it needs to flow sometimes because the fountains of the deep are shut up instead of opening up my bible tells me that deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy waterspouts. do you know what that means that means when the deep of me cries out to the deep of God something starts to happen you've got the shallow part of you who's just that's just kind of lifting up a casual praise here and there that's lifting up a casual prayer God doesn't hear casual praise God doesn't hear casual prayer God does not hear vain repetition. God hears the heart. I said, God hears the heart. Hallelujah. And if you'll cry unto the Lord from a hungry heart, the deep within you will cry to the deep that is within God. And all of a sudden, there'll be a noise of the water spouts, hallelujah a noise of the water spouts thank you Jesus, and when the water spouts start to burst forth, get ready because the flood is coming the flood is coming get ready, build your ark, hallelujah get your house in order revival is coming Holy Ghost power is coming the working of miracles is coming the gift of healing is coming we will never grow satisfied with the myth we will never grow satisfied with a misty prayer life with a misty worship experience with a misty consecration with a comfortable little devotion to God send the rain send the rain send the rain send the rain hallelujah hallelujah I want it to get into our families. I want it to get into our young people. I want it to get into our children's ministries. I want it to get into our Christian development courses. Send the rain. Send the rain into our marriages. Send the rain into our homes. Send the rain into Ready Now. Send the rain into Cincinnati. Send the rain, Holy Ghost. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Drown out my fleshly appetite. Drown out my carnal mind. Drown out my complacent ways. Send the rain. Come on, somebody lift your hands under the Lord right now. Send the rain. Hallelujah. Ah, Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Ha. Ah, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. How many have seen God do great things? Lift your hand. How many have ever seen healings? Some of you have seen healings and don't know you've seen healings. Hallelujah. How many have seen deliverance? Glory to God. Hey, let, let me just ask, how many in this place used to be bound? Come on, lift up your hand. How many in this place used to be sick? Lift up your hand. Hallelujah. But Jesus set you free. But Jesus brought you out. Hallelujah. Come on, I want everybody who has a testimony of healing or salvation or deliverance, I want you to give God praise for it right now. Despair. He he lifted me. He shut me free. yeah, Yellow. Yeah, Just remain standing. I'm 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 coming to a close. But I want you to know, Jesus came to Nathanael. He said, I saw you when you were under the fig tree. Nathanael said, how in the world did you know I was under a fig tree? And Jesus said, is that, is that amazing to you that I saw you under the fig tree? He said, that is amazing that you saw me under the fig tree. He said, well, if you thought that was great, get ready. Hallelujah. Because you haven't seen anything yet. And I've come to tell somebody this, what you just praised God for obviously means a lot to you because it has so impacted your worship. But I come to tell you in the name of Jesus, you still haven't seen all that God is getting ready to do. You might as well dream big, believe big. Peter, James, and John were on a mount that would later be called the Mount of Transfiguration. It was the Mount of Transfiguration because Jesus transfigured his body. And next to him was Moses transfigured and Elijah transfigured. Peter was so blown away by this experience that he said, I want us to build three tabernacles. Right here. One for Moses, one for Jesus, and one for Elijah and Jesus said wrong wrong go you're missing the point you're missing the point this is just the mist if you think this is great wait till you wait till you see when i transfigure you and when I transfigure you and you and her and him and them and they hallelujah and them in that country and them in that country and them on that continent wait till you see listen it's not just going to be three tabernacles for Moses, Jesus and Elijah the Bible says the tabernacle of God is with men know you not that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost Peter you haven't seen anything yet What everybody that believes what I'm preaching I want you just I want you just to lift a praise unto God a praise of faith right now a praise of faith right now I don't know I don't know what your experience has been but I do know that God is getting ready to open up the windows of heaven in your life God is getting ready to open the windows of heaven in your life. I want somebody to come right now. I want somebody to come to this front of this house right now and say, God, I'm ready. I'm ready for the rain. I'm ready for revival. I'm ready for the outpouring. I'm ready. I'm ready for the miracles. I'm ready for the signs. I'm ready for the glory of the Lord.